road, y'all. What is happening, ladies and gents? What's happening? What's going on? Welcome to another great episode of the Arrington Gavin Podcast. I'm your host, your friend, your homie, Arrington Gavin, coming to you on this great day. This is actually, I am uh, pre-recording this episode, so it's actually Saturday. Uh, but uh, again, uh, you are tuning in to this show on Monday. So as of right now, while you guys are probably watching this, I will be on the road. I'm heading to uh, uh, out of town to a cousin's uh, wedding. So it's going to be a very exciting trip with my wife and I. And uh, we're just going to have a, a you know a good time. But I want to make sure to still give the great content, give the people what they want. And that's some great content and uh, continue, you know, consistency with the with the Aaron to Gavin podcast. Uh, this is something I always enjoy doing where I get the opportunity to just sit down, chop it up with my friends, you, the listeners, the viewers. I truly appreciate uh, those who are faithful uh, supporters of the Arrington Gavin podcast and just faithful supporters of uh, my brand, Rugged Evolution, and our Smooth Club Media. Um, again, if you haven't uh, subscribed to the YouTube channel, be sure to our Smooth Club Media on YouTube. Subscribe to me on uh, Instagram at Arrington Gavin. Uh, what else? My business. Uh, Rugged Evolution Beard Care, Rugged Evo on IG, and uh, R Smooth Club Media, as well as on Instagram. Really, all the social media threads, X, formerly known as Twitter, Facebook, you'll find us. So, again, I truly appreciate it. Uh, coming to you, it's a it's a Saturday evening time right now. So, as you see, I I got a little got a little beverage in my hand. I'm gonna be sipping while I'm. <laughs> While I'm doing this uh, episode, and if you're curious, this is I am a brown uh, drinker, mostly brown. I, I like you know brown and tequila. Can't do vodka, man. Can't do vodka. Vodka is disgusting. It is extremely disgusting. But I don't I don't pass around on a drink. You know, I'll, if I have to have vodka, I'm literally gonna have like a pinch vodka and like that much pineapple juice or cranberry juice. Mixed drink with vodka. I'm not I'm not crazy. Anybody that drinks vodka straight, I pray for you. And I'm pretty sure you need to, you know, go and get help because that's disgusting. <laughs> but I am sipping on, um, yeah, just a simple, uh, what is this, Grand Marnier. I don't know if I pronounced that right. It's like a cognac with a hint of orange. It's pretty, it's pretty tasty. I, I'm, I was at a recently at a um, Bill Bellamy comedy uh, show. And he, towards the end of the show, the guy said, hey, let me, let me, uh, um, can you hook me up with a drink? Because uh, towards the end, he knows he's about to close it off. It's his last show of the evening. And he says, Grand Marnier. And I'm like, why have I heard that? Why does it sound so familiar? So I looked at my bar. I'm like, oh, shit, I have it. <laughs> and um, actually, I borrowed. I actually, I, I took it from my from my parents' uh, stash. So uh, it's it's pretty tasty. My dad was like, here, you, you can have it. You can have it. So I'm like, okay. It was like halfway finished. It's actually pretty good. I'm enjoying it. Yep. It is smooth. It is very smooth. Um. You know, I've just been chilling in the house today because we're kind of under like a storm watch. So uh did a uh did all my work from the house, which is always great because you get to catch up on, catch up on your rest, binge watch some some TV shows or movies, however you want to do it. I recommend y'all, y'all have to make a time for yourself. Make sure that you do uh, uh always have to just have that moment just to breathe, you know, if you have to keep your phone uh, on on silent or turn it off and just text the you know the the special people in your life hey look i'm just gonna 
not answer the phone. I'm just gonna take a take a breather today. So I'm gonna just binge watch, get up when I want to, shower when I want to. Luckily, I did shower, guys. I smell fresh. I didn't. I didn't outlet. I didn't like hold on to the funk. The funk said, "No, you gotta take a shower." <laughs> so I made sure I took a shower. So um, yeah, it's it's been it's been like really a kickback, you know, catching up on catching up on some uh work and and house chores and uh just just relaxation with the fam so i'm i'm very just relaxed and excited to be chopping up with you uh what is what is on the agenda today okay a few things i'm actually talk about today uh going to talk about uh the NFL man NFL and all these damn brawls that they have uh not in the game but i'm talking about in the stands have y'all seen all these like these crazy brawls happening uh that's gonna be on the first on, on the first one. I'm actually gonna stay in sports for a little bit, uh, talking about Gilbert Arenas. Uh, Gilbert Arenas kind of shed uh, shared his thoughts and opinions on a fellow Hall of Famer on how much he charges for uh, like practice lessons, like one on one practice lessons, pretty much. Uh, also, I'm gonna be discussing or uh, ch- uh, talking about a uh, miss a recent miss universe contest that happened is actually having a lot of <laughs> a lot of people are talking about it uh so i'm going to talk on that and then finish it off with uh, another uh politician switches political parties uh, while he's still in office so uh well while they are still in office so um that's going to be pretty much on the agenda today and uh i'm going to just get it going starting off with the very first one oh also guys i can't forget uh, the Aaron to Gavin podcast presented by our smooth club media is uh, presented by, well, I kind of said that twice. Well, I got to thank our sponsors, Rugged Evolution Beard Care. Okay. Rugged Evolution Beard Care, uh, an all natural men's grooming line. Uh, for more information, go to their website at ruggedevo.com. They're also available on walmart.com, amazon.com, etsy.com. Many online retailers. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a a great a great one. There we go. Had some difficulties and uh, a little te- minor technical difficulties right there. Uh, but yeah, they're on uh, multiple online omni-channel sites, um, online retailers, a uh, few uh, local retails in the Hampton Roads area. If you are if you are uh, in that area, you can check it out. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, North Carolina, a few a few local retail uh excuse I uh, can't get my words out man might might be the brown liquor uh a few uh selected stores in the Raleigh Durham area North Carolina so it's a uh, black owned businesses that's continued to growing uh and uh has been great having great thrives they've been featured in SS magazine just to name uh one you know major magazine and and uh, uh Philadelphia magazine Coastal Virginia magazine so. It's a great business. So again, we thank them for supporting and sponsoring this uh the Aaron Gavin podcast. Okay, now let's get it going with the first the first story on the agenda that I want to share with you all. Uh yeah, these brawls, okay? These brawls. These brawls happening at NFL football games, happening in the stands. Uh if we've seen it literally in almost every single team, there's around 30 I think I want to say there's 32. I could be wrong, but 32 uh, NFL teams in the in the National Football League. I could be wrong, but uh, there's I know there's over 20, and <laughs> just play it safe. Uh, in in almost every single home game, they're having like brawls 
in the stands. Brawls in the stands. I mean, recently, uh, I believe a gentleman lost his life at a New England Patriots game. Uh, I did not see. They showed a, a they showed kind of a, a, a few angles of the clips on social media and online at different uh, news sites of how the fight uh, occurred or j- just you know what possibly could have happened. But yeah, gentleman a gentleman lost his life. Uh, this one I have pulled up right here is a brawl that happened at a 49ers game. And this is uh, reported by KTLA uh, Channel 5. It has here a large fight erupted in the stands at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara during the Thursday night's NFL game. Now, the San Francisco 49ers were uh, taking on the New York Giants when a group of the so-called Niner gang turned on each other. The video posted by at T underscore Stevenson one on X shows what appeared to be a fight between two women when a male bystander grabbed the hair of one of the uh, females and pulled her down. Okay. Another man then tried to get involved in the fight and ended up getting punched and kicked by the bystanders. Uh, Security guards arrived and controlled the situation at that point. But, Again, y'all, the the big question is, should the NFL or should some of these uh, uh, sports organizations in the NFL have more stricter, I guess, rules or policies for their uh, for their fans? And, uh, you know, basically, what can they do to prevent it now? In all honesty, some of these stadiums hold almost 100,000 people in one stadium. Uh, that being said, I've been to a few, uh, professional football games. You might have, you know, you have security surrounded. You might have, of course, the state police, uh, participating in that, um, security is at every kind of like section where, uh, uh, where they arrive in, you know, this is, I will just say security cannot outnumber the people in the stadium. Okay. They cannot outnumber all the people in the stadium. Uh, could there be some policy, some rule? Uh, yes and no. So, okay, one thought process that went through my head was, well, is it is it worse that does it make does it make it worse the fact that there's alcohol involved? Okay, it, does it make it worse that alcohol is involved? There are so much access to 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 uh, 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 getting boozed up at sporting events. Now, even if they don't even do it at the sporting event, there's people that arrive at the game wasted because, come on, let's be real. The the tradition, the traditional, you got the tailgates going on uh, before the game even starts, and then if they do arrive uh, inside the stadium and they're just chilling before the game starts, I mean, it's a party. It's a, it's a tradition. I mean, a lot of these games are on weekends anyway. People are are uh, coming off of a long work work week. They're looking forward to this. They, you know, they enjoy themselves. But in all honesty, when when someone gets pissed off, it it, it generates their anger level a little more higher than if they were sober. Now, I'm, again, not saying this is just it, you know alcohol will be the if you uh, take that away, that will be the 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 saving grace of all these fights. No, it wouldn't because for one, that's not going to happen because look at all the sponsorships that all the money that. These sports organizations will lose if they try to 
prohibit alcohol or even like give them a limit on alcohol. No, they want that money. They want people to get drunk, get drunk, get drunk, get pissy drunk because you that means you're going to keep on spending money in my stadium. Okay, more money for the sponsors. No, we got to keep that going. We're not getting rid of that. Also, there's brawls that occurs at high school and, and, and little league games. Those people are not drunk. Those people are not intoxicated on alcohol. So you can't say that, okay, maybe they can do so. Maybe it's the alcohol. No, it, it, it's not. Uh, another avenue that you can say, okay, maybe this could be a solution. If anybody causes or any brawls that occur at an, uh, an NFL or professional sports uh, a, a game or at a facility, high consequences on the uh, uh, as far as on, on crime. Like, you know, continue giving them a warning before game, during halftime, uh, during timeouts on the Jumbotron, so people can really understand, like, look, don't want to do this because you might be locked up for quite a minute. You never know. You never know what the what the what the uh, uh, what they're thinking of. But in all honesty, I, I don't think this is something that can be cured, y'all. I really I really don't think this is something that can be cured. Uh if you have an idea of it or if you have any solutions, please, please leave a comment, DM me uh, uh at my social or leave a comment uh on our YouTube uh, channel, but I really don't think that this is a solution that can help stop a lot of the I mean, do you want to double up on security? Uh, I mean, it, it really is. It, it really had a lost cause because the fight brawls have happened, been occurring for years. This is almost it's a part of the it's a part of the sports tradition. Really, you have the trash talking amongst different opposing teams, but in this case, it was actually the same squad. But I mean, the fact of the matter, it's not just men. There's men and women getting into it. And I mean, again, light a life was lost. I feel as though there's more, more brawls happening. Uh, in this NFL season, because really the NFL is just on, excuse me, they're still in the beginning seasons of the, you know, the, the, the start of the season. There's only been maybe like week three or four. I could be wrong, but there haven't been, there haven't been like that many games this season to be having all these uh, uh, brawls. I just, there's, I feel like there's so many, every time there's a game, I'm like, Oh, here's a brawl. Here's a brawl. Here's a brawl. Um, and it's sad. It really is sad, y'all, because I truly think the fact of the matter is people in America now are just so damn impatient. They are so, so impatient. And just the anger level right now, man, is is on a high. The the just the 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 love and peace vibe is really slowly but surely going away because there's so much. I mean, we have road ragingness. We have arguments with simple things i'm talking like at the grocery store hey i picked this first i picked that first and then it ends up to be a brawl i mean it's really childish and it's sad it's really childish and sad and it's what's even more you know it's more scary to the fact that now i can't speak for uh uh like at foot you know at sporting events but i'm just gonna say like if you're at a a, a regular place re- regular setting whether you're at the grocery store a restaurant um you know, places that don't, uh, uh, that do not, uh, prevent people from, like, say, bringing certain items. What I mean by, okay, boom, you have somebody that's a gun owner, right? You have somebody that's a gun owner. They arrive at a location, 
they're you know they're doing their regular routine at the grocery store they're at a restaurant they they have their arm on them and all of a sudden they get into an altercation or argument then boom a gun is drawn or better yet if the gun is not even drawn but it goes off while they're fighting you see what I'm you see what I'm going with you just got to be careful y'all and really people is is fighting ever going to cause anything no it's not i answered it for you that quick no it's not like i i hate even having verbal arguments with people because in all honesty sometimes arguing is never going to uh uh never going to cure anything but i hope that the nfl i hope that NFL organizations and other professional sports sport uh, sports organizations semi-pro professional I hope that they do have a a idea or something about the and you know something in mind of a of a way to stop this stuff man they really do and I even I even throw this in there before I move on to the next uh, uh next story I will say this. Which I want to ask you this question: Which sporting event has the you know the most ish most incidents when it comes to fights at their sporting events? Is it football? Is it basketball? Is it soccer? Is it baseball? Uh, uh, which you know which sporting events? And I just I just really named those a uh, few because as far as like the top American sports, you got you know football, basketball, baseball. So- soccer is not really huge popular u.s it, it is now i guess since lionel messi's playing for i believe a squad out in miami florida but what which sporting event has had the most brawls at i'm curious i really am curious but uh we will continue with you know hearing more about this because i'm pretty sure that there's going to be another incident of fights of a brawl happening at a sporting event um and if so you know i'm gonna talk about it i'm gonna talk about these folks uh let's see here let me move on to the next story by the way at the moment i have uh now again this is this is a pre-recorded episode that i'm doing right now y'all so by the time this goes out you know new new things will come out of the woodworks and stuff but right now it's saturday (laughs) and i have on the tv uh uh Oregon and Colorado, University of Colorado. Not going to lie, the way the score is looking right now, it's not pretty. It's not pretty. So I'm definitely going to uh, try and talk a little bit about this on the on the next show, uh, just to, you know, again, to share uh, my thoughts on the, the outcome of the game, um, how the season now is looking for, uh, for University of Colorado. Well, hey, look, the game is not over yet, but like I said, it ain't looking pretty. So I'll just leave it at that. Uh, but let me move on to my actual story that I want to give uh, share with you all. Okay. Former NF- NFL, former NBA star Gilbert Arenas uh, recently shared his thoughts about Hall of Famer Hakeem Olajuwon. Okay. So uh, Gilbert Arenas went on a viral rant uh, this earlier this month against the Hall of Famer uh, because – he had an issue with Elijah Wan reportedly charging $50,000. You heard that right. $50,000 to host a private, to host private workouts with NBA stars. Now, 
Gilbert ripped Elijah Wan for being old and supposedly out of touch with the modern day game. Uh, now recently another uh another former NBA star turned response to Arenas in an appearance on Sirius XM NBA Radio. Ralph Sampson addressed Arenas' rant about Elijah Wan and especially told Arenas to sit down and shut up. Gilbert, this is coming from his words. Gilbert, I respect his game to whatever degree, but when you try to compare that to the dream, Hakeem Olajuwon, big man back in the day, the skill set and the footwork that Hakeem had. Arenas needs to go back and look at some more film because I don't think he really knows what the hell he's talking about. Uh, Let's see. You got to understand that footwork and the game today is all about footwork. Samson continued, it is not about post-up moves anymore, but if you can use a post-up move, you might do good. Today's game is different. We knew, but go back and do your homework before you open your mouth. Now, I'm going to speak on both sides on this one. So I'll speak first in defense of Gilbert Arenas. Now, Gilbert stated that Hakeem, there's so many decades that basically you, so he, I'm going to say Hakeem Olajuwon, I'm trying to see when the last time he played. Give me one second. Hakeem Olajuwon currently is 60 years old. Last time he played in the NBA was... Okay, last time he played was 02. 02. Now, from 84 to 02, that's when he played professional uh, basketball, two time NBA and two time NBA finals champion, uh, and two time NBA, fin- uh, NBA champion as well. Uh, what Gilbert had said was the fact that there's so many decades that you missed out on since retirement the game has changed since your era so in order for you to saying okay look you're gonna charge fifty thousand dollars to these nba stars bro you're just trying to take their money because you probably didn't get that kind of paper back then so now you're gonna try and make up on some of these young bucks it ain't fair i you know it's it's crazy i wouldn't pay no fifty thousand dollars for a private uh a, a private session that's coming from Gilbert's uh, uh, words. Now, when Gilbert had first, when he when he first shared shared his thoughts on this, I'm like, well, fifty thousand is a lot for a private for a private session. But again, Hakeem Olajuwon is one of the most recognized NBA stars in the league. A lot of the greats, you will always hear them mention Hakeem Olajuwon. Hell, Michael Jordan, one of the greatest of all times, will toss in Hakeem Olajuwon. If you give everybody their top five or either top 10, most likely they're going to put Elijah Wan in that. So in that case, players, for one, know the status quo that they're trying to match up in their careers. If Hakeem is saying, look, I'll cheer out, you know, I'll work out with you, stuff like that, but for a fee. Now, in all honesty, if you're talking about some of the top tier professional basketball players right now these contracts man 50 grand is not 
kicking them in the butt. It's not. It, it's not. Now I don't know how for how many sessions this is. I don't know if this is for one private session. Um, I don't know how many hours is in involved in this session, but there's some players that will spend 50k on an on just a piece of jewelry just to sport for one game. So they let's be real. They 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 toss out that cash like that, like it's nothing. So 50 50k, I don't think would you know really hurt them now for the for the rookies for the players that don't have those big money contracts that's a lot of money because they have to do all they can to save their cash in that's in that state i i see where gilbert is coming from gilbert is saying for one bring the price down a notch buddy because during your era the money wasn't like that for these guys now so i feel as though you're just raising that price up because they're taking uh they're taking you know they uh because they, their contracts are that high now you're like okay look my price gonna go up even higher i'm gonna charge out ricks i know they have it so you're taking advantage that's that's really where gilbert is coming from on that state like you, i feel as though you're taking advantage of these young guys and again your game that you're pop probably teaching will not work out in today's current game it won't that's where that's where Gilbert is uh where Gilbert is coming from. Now, now I'm gonna move on to the opposite end of Gilbert. Gilbert Arenas, I believe, played 10, 13 years, very successful guy. Uh uh great career. He's had some complications in the league uh while he was playing there and stuff like that, which kind of I think hindered his career and um and kind of his kind of his name in a sense. But Gilbert has had his podcast out for quite some time, and he is known for being controversial. Um, a lot of things he will say that's controversial brings likes, brings attention, brings viewership numbers to his show, to his podcast. So I see where he's coming from on on that aspect because he's like, "Hey, look, let me get some, let me get some views. Let me let me say this wild shit, and it will it will garner some attention, more eyes on my on, on my page. That's one. Two. As a business owner, and I know, and I know what my career, what I have done in this in this industry. So, for one, my my career should have a price tag on it. Two, if I'm gonna look at the clientele that I'm catering to, if my clientele are making, you know, seven figures at minimum. At minimum, just in the league, not even not even talking about uh how you know how much outside investments that they're making, outside money that they're making outside the league, but if they're making a minimum of of, of seven figures and I am willing to use my time as a you know as a retired athlete that is doing a lot because I came along, he's not just a sitting back on his tail not doing nothing. He's being a, uh, like an, an ambassador representing his uh, home country. He's doing great partnerships outside since he's been uh, retired from the uh, NBA. Great, great stuff. Very busy man. I'm good. I'm I'm doing. I I have a family also that needs that needs to eat. I have a legacy also that needs money. So at the end of the day, he's being he's being a smart businessman because he knows he knows his his his, his demo. He knows the art. He knows the 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 clientele base that he's catering this uh product to. And in a sense, who cares? Why, why, why should you care for, for what I'm trying to make? 
Okay, you always you're always uh, uh having an issue with somebody. You always gotta you know ranch your mouth on something. Mind your business. That's 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 on that's what I think as far as in defense of Hakeem Olajuwon to Gilbert Arenas and vice versa. Now, Ralph Ralph Sampson, Ralph Sampson, uh, he's saying nothing but the truth. But again, Ralph Sampson played in that era of what Hakeem Olajuwon. So again, he's defending a player from his side. Now it's always you're always gonna have the debates on which era was tougher, which era was better. This new new age. Or, you know, during my era, it was a whole different, you know, whole different. Which which one is better? If you gathered all the, the players in their prime from that era, compete against uh, uh, the current players, who would win, right? Who would win? And it's always a great, it's always just a great mindset. You can see it now on like the, the uh, video games because they still have some of the legendary players uh, that you can play as and all the, the, the 87 Chicago Bulls or the 90 something Chicago, you know, they have that going against the 2000 uh, Lakers and this and that and the other, because people want to see the comparison. But um, in all honesty, I don't find a, really a big deal about this. I see it as a legend that is willing to sh- share his time uh, with, you know, with money. Now, again, and maybe, and maybe this is just like the nice guy in me. I would really not charge if you're just, if you're just willing to see somebody continue to, you know, to push, push, and, you know, really give them advice. That's another thing. But the fact that he's has a whole system of like, oh, no, you want to train with me? You got you to gotta charge. You you know, you got to pay for it. Um, It's be it's, it's typical. It's, he's being a businessman. I don't have any issues with that. No issues whatsoever uh, with that. Now, in that case, I will be moving on, people. Let me grab a quick swig of my delicious beverage. Hmm. All righty. So <laughs> this story actually made me laugh <laughs> because I'm not going to lie, y'all. This is OK. I'll just I'll just I did not know that it was really any white people in Zimbabwe. So recently, the 2023 Miss Universe Zimbabwe just crowned their new uh new Miss Universe. This lady was a white woman uh who won and she was crowned Miss Zimbabwe. Uh now Zimbabwe, I was looking up some research. Zimbabwe is 98% black. 98%. Not a nay, not a one won this show. Now uh the winner's name is Brooke Brooke Jackson, hyphenate Jackson, a white woman was crowned Miss Universe Zimbabwe. Uh, she's a native of I can't even pronounce that word. Harare, Harar, the country's capital. The 21-year-old model was a runner-up. Uh, the 21-year-old models runner-up were black women. Two of them were black women. Uh she wrote after she won, I have gave this crown for our beautiful country to love and to serve our people, to represent Zimbabwe internationally and to show the world the uniqueness of Zimbabwe and Zimbabweans. She hoped to be an example to grace and inspiration for the youth, providing 
and blah, 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 blah. Yes, we know how this thing goes. Okay, but Burke Burke has not been shown much grace from outraged natives who believe a black woman should have been crowned. Uh, the country boasts a population of more than 14 million with non-black people making up roughly 2%. Dang. I mean, huh, this is tough. So, I can see the frustration of, I guess, natives. I can see how social media is going ham on this. But in all honesty, think of think of it this way. She is the minority in that whole entire country. She is the minority. So in a sense, is, is this history is this history being broken right now? Is she making history as the first white uh woman to become Miss be, be crowned Miss Universe Zimbabwe? Like, like think about it. Like that's like that's no I feel like that's no different from like say if we were here and here in the United States. Well, I feel like that's different because Miss Universe here, you have it's a multicultural of nationalities and ethnicities here in the United States, but Let's just say, uh, uh, okay, let's just say Miss, I'm going to just pick a, a city that's predominantly black. Miss Atlanta. I'm just making up a contest right now. But say Miss Atlanta. They are, I, I feel as though Miss Atlanta is majority black city. Miss Atlanta always has a black uh, uh, person in office, in office, in office, in office, and or, or uh, in a, a winning. All of a sudden, they have one that's a non-black. Now it's going to raise some eyebrows, but again, like, when has there ever been a person that is of, of non-African American to to? I'll just go back to the Zimbabwe. When has there ever been a white person to be crowned Miss Zimbabwe? Uh, they they don't mention it, which I think this is the very first time. Now. This is this has been an eye opener because again, and I'm not trying to joke. I didn't know white people lived in Zimbabwe. I will be honest. Zimbabwe is in is one of the blackest parts in Africa. I never knew there was not a one piece of vanilla in Zimbabwe. I did not know. I did not know. Uh, but now I do. Now I do. And I feel as though uh white people will be like shocked, like, oh, I did not know this. This was new. Hmm. Like so, so it's very, it's very interesting. It's very interesting, but again, people are sharing their frustration, and I think that's kind of rude and petty because, at the end of the day, this girl said, "Hey, look, I want to represent Zimbabwe and all Zimbabweans because I'm, I'm a native. I'm a native. I'm from this. This is my home too. I'm from here." So I think that people have to realize is that Zimbabwe is probably. Is, is starting to get more diverse. I mean, it's very, it's very minimum, but think of, think of in politics, y'all think of, think of the moment where Obama became president. Like just literally think about it. If, if, if we never would have, uh, 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 you know, experienced, and I say we as black people and people of color, if we would have never witnessed a minority, a black man be, be in office, like just imagine, just imagine all like, what would, what would it be? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there were people that weren't even uh, uh, Democrats that said, no, I got to see this. I got to see this. And then people that uh, didn't even support Obama, but was excited of seeing this whole thing, you know, occurring. Right. 
Now, I think it's a difficult reaction because if you look at, you know, in the history books, you know, between uh, African-American people and uh, uh, white people, it's not like they want to say, oh, she made she made history. People are not showing that kind of love in Zimbabwe. I mean, you see it right now. That's why it's it's the most talked about uh, conversation. But I would say this. Congratulations uh, to to Brooke Burt Jackson. I again, I don't see uh, uh issue really. I guess I just I, re- I really don't. And I mean, I'm different from some people and I hope I don't, you know, get any bad looks with this. But I'm just saying like, hey, this girl competed just like everybody else competed. She ended up winning. I don't know how many white people have won this award and she might be the first. I don't think people should get all salty and petty about it. <laughs> OK, again, she's the native there. She 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 met the requirements to even compete in there. If they had an issue, then they probably I mean, again, they voted for her. She was crowned. She won fair and square. Uh, Moving on to the final story I want to bring up, y'all, because, you know, I like to talk a little politics. You know, I'm a political junkie. Okay, so this just in recently, Dallas mayor switches parties to join the GOP. Dallas, Texas mayor Eric Johnson announced uh, that he recently announced that he is switching parties and will serve as a Republican affiliate mayor of the blue leaning city now dallas texas is probably one of the largest might be the largest city in the state of texas uh he has served i believe this is his second term or second time serving as mayor for the city and one thing that i'm noticing is really this past year there's been a lot of party switches party affiliations that are just like you know they're saying okay i'm gonna switch out I'm not going to be involved with this. You have people, either uh, Republicans becoming independents and leaving the Republican Party. You have people that are Democrats that are becoming independents. You have Democrats that are switching over to Republicans and, and, and vice versa. Like there's there is a lot. I will say I have yet to see a Republican in like pretty recent go to the Democratic ticket, but I've seen them go independent. Um it's interesting. Um, it's always interesting because, you know, you always want to know what is the agenda for this politician, right? For me, I have I have friends that work in local, state, and even on a, a, a national uh, level when it comes to political office. And just having the conversation with them, I've spoken with some that are uh, people that are like, say, some of my friends that are uh, uh, politicians that are uh, represent the Democratic Party. They will say this. They will say, look, People always assume that it's always Democrat against Republican. In all honesty, sometimes it could be Democrat against Democrat. We have some of our most our, uh, toughest arguments and disputes within our own party. So in a, in a sense, is that one of the reasons why a lot of people do choose to leave their party? Or again, I look at it like this. Do not, if you want to switch over parties, do it when you're not holding office in a position because here's why i think is a little untruthful you got voted into that position as a democrat democrat has voted for you democrats of the city of dallas voted for you 
because they said, okay, no, he's the guy that needs to run this city. They voted for you. Now seeing you switch while you have that position to another side, it's kind of like backstabbing, in my opinion. If I was running for office and I ran as a one, you know, whether if I ran as a Democrat, ran as an independent or Republican, regardless, I'm running to represent my, I'm representing the people, but I'm also representing the party that I, I uh, stand for too. Uh, I could not switch while in office because again it's to me it's untruthful let's be real people are already not feeling politicians right now because so much there's so much corruption and greed that going on i think recently um a senator from uh new jersey just uh, uh i believe either charged or not charged but uh they found like bribery uh uh, uh that him and his wife uh, you know they accepted all these bribes man i mean that's that's something that's like not new when it comes to politics, Pete, here's the thing. Politicians are supposed to be servants for the people. They're supposed to serve the people, not serve themselves, not align their pockets and don't get stuff done in office. That's why so many people can't stand politics right now and nor can they stand politicians. Now, I've been fortunate to meet the genuine people that do mean what they practice, what they preach, and they are trying to build up their community. They are trying to make some changes happen, right? Uh, there, there's, I've interacted with people that I'm like, okay, this dude is just doing it for the attention or this girl is just doing it for the, the credentials and, uh, all the easy access to certain spots. Like I have seen them, uh, front and center and it's, it's not, it's not fair, man. It's not. So when I, you know, to say all that, when I hear about a person that's already holding a position that's in office. Um, I don't think it's right. I know Kristen Cinema is a senator from um, Arizona. She's currently in office. She just uh, left the the uh, Democratic Party. She's now a registered independent. Tulsi Gabbard out of Hawaii. Uh, she was a, I believe, a congresswoman, um, and now well, she's a former congresswoman, and she ran for president at the uh, a while back under as a Democrat, and now she has announced. That she is um, leaving the Democratic Party. Now, I'm, I'm a, I think she's an independent, but in my opinion, she's more leaning on the conservative side. Because see, she has been, uh, which is nothing wrong with it, but she's been a regular contributor uh, for Fox News. And, and she was like that as a Democrat. But every time they brought her on, she was always bashing her party as a Democrat. So I'm like, is there anything nice you can say about the team you represent? Or is it always going to be like uh uh that you know that bashing of uh, uh of your party like what like what's the deal what's the deal so I kind of already saw that coming um because there was there was nothing ever positive to say she was she was always uh going to mostly conservative outlet uh, conservative media outlets uh, sharing her thoughts on which she had issues with the Democratic Party. This is why she was still a Democrat. Now, again, I truly believe that regardless of your who you are affiliated, you have to always not just say, okay, I'm going to always do media on the on the, the side that always agrees with me majority. No, you have to talk on all sides, but she was always doing the opposite. Um, Then... Then she started to endorse uh, very, 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 in my opinion, 
far right leaning candidates in, you know, in high position office. I'm like, hmm, that's a little odd. Now, again, y'all, I'm a registered independent myself. I don't go with the herd. I don't I could care less on both on both ends, because at the end of the day, I feel as though everybody agrees majority on things. And we're not like, a you know, hey, we're not on the Republican side. We're not on the Democratic side. We're we're, we're aligned in the middle because you trust to believe we can find more things we agree on than disagree on. I, I promise you that. Um, that's why I love having a bunch of friends that we probably don't agree politically, but we always can find a common ground on something because at, at the end of the day, we do want to see uh, uh, similar things get, you know, get, uh, get accomplished. Right. Um, so I, and, and I recommend people, I know like y'all, if y'all not uh, uh, news buffs, but I do recommend watching all platforms, all uh, affiliates, whether if it's uh, left uh, leaning affiliates or right leaning affiliates, you need to watch it all because at the end of the day, we, we don't live in a world that's like just straight one color. We are a mixture of a little bit of everything here. So you, it's best that you watch all, get all your take and see which, see which one you align with the most, but still continue to watch all, all avenues. Um, so uh, uh, again, to kind of close up things, y'all Dallas mayor switches GOP level. My two cents is why won't you do that? Once you are already finished with your term, okay. If you want to rerun again, okay, then rerun as a uh, as a uh, Republican. But don't don't be in the position you already have the position now, and then change your uh, uh, party. I eh, I just to me, I look at that differently. I don't I don't really care for that, but. What I will say is that politics is always going to continue to change, uh, continue to uh, change throughout the throughout the uh, the 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 years and all you know throughout just everything. the the The, the journey of politics is always going to be you know like a soap opera. So um, we will see. We will see how this goes. Um, again, y'all, I'm glad y'all are in chopped it up and wanted to you know tune into another great episode i hope you all enjoyed this episode of the aaron Gammon podcast uh here coming to you with new episodes every monday wednesday and fridays 10 a.m eastern standard time via podcast 1 p.m eastern standard time via youtube okay uh also you can tune in via on our facebook page our smooth club podcast uh to watch this as well as uh on x at our smooth club media be sure to continue to support subscribe our youtube channel hit the like button all that great stuff we truly appreciate it uh again i am out i'm gonna continue to enjoy this beverage <laughs> y'all stay blessed continue support and continue to tune in every sundays to my weekly radio show in your city okay hosted by myself and my brother, comedian, Ciroc Fox, and our newest uh, co-host, Michelle Young. I call her Hustle Queen, Michelle Young, on WNSB Hot 91.1 FM, the soul of VA. If you're not in the Hampton Roads area and you can't turn that radio dial to 91.1 FM, no worries. You can listen live uh, on uh, uh, on their website, WNSB.org, or you can download the free app, WNSB. 
Uh, you can listen to us live every Sundays, 12 p.m. Again, in your city. Y'all take it easy. Y'all stay blessed. I'm out. <laughs>